on this computer. Fantastic. So welcome everyone to week seven of the Naturally Healthy Club. So to, our theme this week is we eat enough. So we're going to be going deep on the skill of, of eating enough and, and really tuning into listening to our bodies. Um, but I just thought I'd share like an interesting thing that happened to me this weekend, actually, because I was like, well, what was the best thing that I ate this week? And um, so it was Finbar's sixth birthday on Friday, which was great. And then we had his party on Sunday and I had meant to make the, um, uh, the custard base to make some ice cream. because so I've got my, my, um, my Irishman, a new ice cream machine for his birthday. Um, and so, of course, I got caught up with party stuff and I didn't get the ice cream base made and so then it was like party was over it was like one o'clock I was starving I hadn't had any had lunch like the kids were like stuffed they'd had all their party food I hadn't had anything to eat um which was fine and I was still really hungry and so I like thought but I thought I'll just make the ice cream base and then I'll get me lunch so of course I'm making the ice cream base and then of course like I'm I, I needed to taste it and then of course like I'm I'm like I had the spoon like my soup spoon and I was like getting into the ice cream mixture and it was really interesting because I used to do this all the time and I hadn't done it for ages so I caught myself and I was like what am I doing and like of course this is happening like of course I'm really hungry this ice cream mixture is delicious like of course this is happening and so I just reminded myself that I can choose a again in any moment like I didn't have to make it mean that I had to eat the rest of the ice cream mixture and like go into this spiral of like you know no, not goodness I just caught it so no I'm going to choose again I can wait and it'll be better if I wait till lunch and then I just got the ice cream machine finished got it in the fridge to chill and then got my lunch ready and it was fine but I just thought yeah this was a good one to share with the group just remembering that you can choose again in any moment and also remembering like I didn't make it mean that oh you know I'm out of control and I don't know what I'm doing like and or go into like a negative spiral I was like just caught it went oh hang on I'm super hungry you know this is what's happening like no dramas it was just a really easy transition and uh, you know I had my lunch I stopped when I had enough I probably had less lunch than I would have if I hadn't have had the ice cream tasters before and but it was really fun and easy so just want you to like just wanted to share that little story because I thought that would be a good one to share in the group just this reminder of like we can always choose again in any single moment and also like what you make it mean makes all the difference okay so let's talk about plan for today so first some news of course I'll just do a recap on where we're at so far in terms of this group and what we've covered um and then we'll talk about homework and where we should be with that. Then we're going to do a recap on this skill of stopping when we've had enough. So that's something that we did talk about in the live event, but we're going to go over that because repetition is so, so important in terms of learning new things. Um, and then we're going to do an exercise that's going to help you with learning this skill. So that's going to be fun. Um, but I, I want to spend most of the time today, um, or at least half the time today, on some coaching. So we want you to start thinking, if you're on live, you know, what's either one thing, one tiny win that you've, you want to share with the group? Like, is there something that you're noticing? Is there a change that you can celebrate? Is like, what's, what's working? 
or is, you know, is there something that you're, you're really struggling with and you're like, you need some coaching because we can do either of those things. So just get you primed and ready to um, put your, raise your hand. And just remember like, you know, this is a safe space and it's really safe for you to be seen here. Like I'm a massive introvert. And so speaking in front of groups used to be something that I really struggled with, but I've really found that when I, um, you know, do put myself out there and I do put raise my hand um, it really makes I get a lot more out of the coaching so that is the plan for today um, and also just remember a reminder like you know type in the chat as we go so if you have questions or you have a comment or you um, you know whatever is coming up it's good to share excellent plan posted a, a tiny win I love this she said I completed the daily practice challenge um, Struggling to send the picture, but I will figure it out. Awesome, Pam. Well, if you can't, just post in the group saying, I, I tried to upload the photo and you can't, and you couldn't, and that's fine. You'll still be eligible for a prize. So actually that brings me to news. So um, yeah, for those of you that have completed your daily practice challenge, as I have with my pretty stickers. Um, so yeah, take a photo of it, upload it into the group, and I will, um, yeah, I'm going to figure out what the prize is this week <laughs> so I will send you a prize and it's going to be a surprise um so yeah thanks Pam for posting and good good for you like that's like that building that foundational habit is really key like where you're working on your mindset and you're just being more intentional about your choices it's so so powerful yeah Pam loves stickers too <laughs> awesome anyone else sticker lovers you can type in the chat um okay so that's plan for today and news um, just actually it was going I had originally scheduled it to be today that we're going to do a bonus monthly call on for people that need to eat for special dietary requirements we've got someone in the group that has um, that needs to eat low sodium so um, so I'll was I was going to do that today but she wasn't available so what, what I've actually rescheduled it for next so Sydney time it's like next Monday which means it'll be Sunday evening so yeah 12 p.m sydney time which is sunday evening i think eight or nine um it, yeah eight o'clock i think you um new york time so which means it'll be a bit later than that for europeans so anyone's welcome to join that uh, but the focus will be on you know what happens if you've got a gluten problem or what happens if you have like you've got sodium issues and you need to change your diet um, so that's going to be really fun so that's welcome to everyone um, and then the other bonus call that's happening next week, which will be straight after this call. So it'll be like on Sydney time, that's Tuesday, 1st of March at midday. And that's going to be our um, monthly call where we work, do the work on um, stop over drinking, or if you have a sugar thing going on that, that it applies for that as well. So again, that's work, you're, it's open to, to everyone. Um, and you will know if that's going to be beneficial. And of course, I'll post the replays for those in the private podcast feed and in the group. So that's coming up um, we spoke about daily practice challenge and getting a prize so yeah just whenever you complete the challenge take a photo or just post in the group to let me know and I'll organize Caroline to send you the surprising prizes <laughs> um, yeah and just really celebrate that you you've done that first challenge and then speaking of challenges our next challenge that I've posted in the group that's coming um, excellent question Liz is asked can I start that challenge now yeah absolutely like it's two weeks it's not it's just whenever you want to start your 14 days 
Um, so yeah, you can do the daily practice challenge now if you want. Although we start as a group, we're going to start a new challenge uh, on the first of March, and it's going to be a, like a thirty-day challenge where we um, the enough challenge. So basically, the idea with this enough challenge is to practice this skill and learn this skill of stopping when we've had enough. And so to join in that challenge, all you need to do is just set the intention every day that you're going to like listen to your tummy for at least and stop when you feel satisfied for at least one meal. But it's just, you don't have to actually succeed in that. But what we want to do is just set that intention every day. And it's up to you. Like if you want to, at the very minimum, I'd recommend at least once a day, probably dinner is the best one to do, but it's up to you to choose which meal or if you want to really turbocharge your results and get really ninja at this skill, you know, commit to setting that intention every time you like for every meal. Um, so challenge, it's the same deal. I've posted in the group. Um, so if you look in the sidebar, there's um, enough challenge. And if you go to that section, I've posted a um, there's you know, the details about the challenge and there's a star chart so you can print that out and again there'll be prizes a different prize for this one and this is a bit longer challenge this one's 30 days and again Liz you can take so it's up to you if you feel like you don't have that habit of doing the daily practice then you know I'd build, do that challenge first and build that habit first but if you feel like you know I'm doing my daily practice pretty well anyway then I'd um, and I'm ready to do this work around stopping when I've had enough then you can um, jump into that challenge as well. Um, thanks. So Caroline's just posted in the group there, the link to the Enough Challenge. And so, yeah, start, that starts on 1st of March, so next Tuesday. But, of course, you can start it at any time. If you want to start sooner, you're welcome to start sooner. Um, I need to print mine out, I think, and I need to get some new stickers. Uh, so that's challenges. Uh, oh, just I'll mention one-on-one -on -one strategy sessions if you haven't booked your time with me, your one-on-one -on -one time with me. Um, I did send an email a few weeks ago around that. If you've lost that, just um, reply to any of the emails I send you and Caroline will send you the link, but it's up to you. You're welcome to schedule that in for now if you want to leave it and do it later in the, um, in the like in over the course of the six months. It's whatever feels good to you, but I have been doing it. And it's really fun to like meet people and get to know you individually a bit more. So that's, we'll keep going with that, those. Uh, just a heads up that we're, the time changes are going to start in March. I think the US is the first. I think it's mid-March. So I just keep that on your agenda that the, the calls will move a little bit. Um, and just a reminder, yeah, that the daily pot, um, the private podcast, I still am doing a thought for the day on those. So um, that is it. Diana's asked, where should I post the picture of the completed challenge? Um, yeah, so if you post it in the group under the um under the daily practice challenge in that space, that would be fine. Or just, but you can just post it where if that you can't find that, then just post it wherever Diana and I'll, I'll I will find it and um, it will be fine. I can move it into the into the appropriate section. So just doesn't don't don't get too caught up in that. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's go. So that's that's news. So yeah, lots. It's all happening at the moment. I love that we're doing these bonus calls, and yeah, it's really fun. Um, okay, let's recap on where we're at so far. So week one was changes possible, where we spoke about our self concept, and I introduced you guys to the naturally healthy club manifesto. 
Week two, we spoke about belief plans and we did that all important exercise of uncovering your specific obstacle thoughts. So they're thoughts that are holding you back um, and creating a list of beliefs to like helping you find a way, the list of beliefs to counter those. Then week three was we track our progress. So we spoke about um, weighing ourselves every day and also we did a progress quiz. Um, so we did that, uh, yep, three weeks, <laughs> whenever that was. And so we'll be doing, we'll be checking in with our progress quiz again um, next week. So we'll do that at the beginning of every month. So we'll do that as a group. Uh, week four was we spoke about, you know, we maximize pleasure and we set, also spoke about goals. Then we had the live event. Um, in that, there was, we spoke about self-talk and your self-concept and habits. The second hour, we spoke about, I went into detail on our four-part process. And then the third hour was um, around nutrition and I got you to do an exercise on go-to meals. Then week five, we spoke about the different types of hunger and then week six was learning from daily weighing. So actually, you know, helping you diagnose and, and learn, like correctly diagnose what to do differently when you're weighing yourself every day, particularly when you're getting a result that wasn't expected. Uh, and then today we're talking about enough. So just a reminder, like if you miss some sessions, you know, don't ever feel like you're behind. You're exactly where you need to be and just jump back into the next weekly call. Like don't feel like you have to catch up before it all makes sense because I do, everything is repetition and circular because that's how we as humans learn. Uh, so you're not going to miss out. Like I will make sure we, you're where you need to be and you'll get the right message at the right time. So don't, yeah, don't ever fall into that trap of thinking I'm so far behind. Like they're just, it's not a helpful thought. Just jump in. I'm exactly where I need to be and jump into um, the, the current work. Okay, so homework. So you should have um, already created your belief plan. If you haven't, go back and see week two. Actually in the emails, I've got the links to that. Um, then the second part of homework was that you should be tracking. So if you want to start weighing yourself every day, absolutely be doing that and also taking the progress tracking quiz, which we'll do next week, again, to check in and see how, we're, how we are tracking. Um, the third homework was to set a goal. So whether that's just one process goal or a numerical goal or both, or having it's up to you. Um, Okay, Pam's asked a question. Can you quickly review the skill goal and the numeric, what the skill goal and numerical goal are? Yeah, fantastic, Pam. Good timing. Um, so goal, skill goals or process goals are just, they're, so numerical goals, that's like I weigh whatever kilos <laughs> or, or pounds. So that's, that's pretty easy to understand. Like that's what you'd normally think of as goals. Whereas um, skills goals or process goals are goals that you set around either learning a skill or, um, or like taking a specific action. So it could be that you want to set a goal of doing your daily practice every day for like, so having that challenge of like, I'm going to do my daily practice every day for 14 days, like that could be a process goal. Or it could be that you want to learn the skill of stopping. Your goal could be I'm learning the skill to, of stopping when I've had enough or learning the skill of leaving food on my plate. Um, so that, that could be a type of process goal. So does that make sense, Pam? Um, let me know if you want more clarification. Happy to do it. This is great. So good to have um, interaction in the group. Um, 
okay, so homework, belief plan, tracking, goals. Then number four is to post your first review, which is great. A lot of people have done that. If you haven't, it's never too late. You know, when you're ready, there's a template in circle. If you go into the sidebar in the reviews section, the template's at the top. But really, you could just post one more it can be one sentence it doesn't have to be this this big essay just but but just checking in with the work that we're doing is really valuable and you will learn so much more from posting your review and the other thing I'd say with um with the circle in the group and reviews is when you are posting your review make sure that you leave a comment on someone else like take some like it only takes an extra minute to read someone else's post and say something encouraging that to them so I've just noticed a lot of people are posting their reviews which is awesome, but not doing that second step of being encouraging for someone else in the group. And you know how, I know for me, when I'm, um, you know, when I'm, I'm getting coached at the moment with my sex coach, so when I post a review in, the, in that group, it's all like, oh, and so it's just nice to have that, that, that encouragement feels so good from other people and just not that feeling of like I'm alone. <laughs> um, so I really encourage you to, to do that and think about how, like, you know, every time you, you you take that you reach out to someone else and you help someone else how does that feel so good uh okay so that's reviews and then fifth homework was to create your list of go-to meals so the details of that exercise are in the um in the live event in the nutrition hour so you can do do that at your leisure but that exercise is really helpful for just knowing you know, having this, this repertoire of meals that you know that you're going to be eating, it just makes life so much easier. Um, and then our new homework is to join the Enough Challenge and get ready for that in March. So is, any, is everyone clear on, you know, where you're at, where, what you should be doing, what, you know, is, is anyone unclear, I guess, maybe just post in um, or raise your hand and let me know if, if, you're, if you're struggling. Um, and we can we could coach on that now. Okay, so next section we need to talk about our four part process. So I'll go quickly on this uh, today. So remember we remember it from Pret, just we Pret, the French for ready. So P R E T. So P for practice, doing your daily pra daily practice. R for reviews, E for enough, which we're going to go into a lot more detail now, and then T for tracking progress. Okay, so enough challenge. So I've spoken about the challenge and basically it's really about setting the intention. It's the challenge isn't to actually, you know, stop because we want to set ourselves up for success. So all, all you really need to do for this challenge is just go, okay, I'm going to set the intention that before I start eating, like at least one meal a day I'm going to just think I'm going to like just set this intention that I'm going to listen to my tummy and stop eating when I feel satisfied and that's all we're going to do we're just going to keep practicing that every day and um and and yeah that's how we're going to learn this skill and then the second part about um setting that intention is uh, around this practice is I've on the um challenge on the star chart, same as for this is the daily practice star chart, but I've got a list of thoughts on the um, a, di a bit different thoughts on the enough challenge star chart. So when you print that out, you'll see. And so I want you to like either read or write down the thoughts that are at the bottom of that 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 daily practice. Uh, no, of that enough challenge. 
so that you're priming your brain and you're like transforming your um, your self-concept with those thoughts. And it's like, uh, I should have printed out so I could ha- have it here, but the thoughts are, you know, I can do this. It's better when I don't overeat. Every bite counts. Um, enough is how I reach my ideal weight with ease. And then um, I'm in control of listening to my body. And just having those thoughts and also feel free to add any other thoughts that you specifically want to work on. And you're welcome to change any of those thoughts as well. Like you um, make those thoughts your own, but have some key thoughts that you are specific to this skill of stopping when you've had enough so that you're working on your self-concept while you're also having that physical practice of the action of stopping of setting the intention and stopping and then you just check off um every day on your progress chart with stickers or however you want whatever whatever and I just want to remind you like it's fine if you overeat so if you do like there's going to be times where you do like this is a new skill that you're learning um, you just have to set the intention every day and And also like, just be tough with yourself. So if you miss a day for whatever reason, you can forget whatever, just remind yourself like, okay, I'm not going to miss two days in a row. So just come back to it and, and yeah, be kind to yourself as part of this process. Um, Yeah. And that's all there is to this, this challenge. And then each week I'm going to have like a bonus lesson that you can do like an extra area to focus on if you want to go above and beyond, but you totally, that's going to be optional for, um, and more aimed at the people who've been with me for longer and who've been doing this, practicing this for longer. But if you feel inspired and you want think, yeah, I want to do that as in that as well, go for it, but just trust your own discernment on that, that whatever you are going to do will be enough for the enough challenge. Um, one of my favorite words, I can't say, we can't have enough of enough, or we can have enough enough. We will have enough enough. Um, okay. So that is enough, the enough challenge. So in terms of this actual skill of stopping when we've had enough, um, so just let's do a recap on how we actually stop. So first step is to decide, like, and just set that intention. So decide that this is something that you're going to do. And then what you want to do is, like, be present when you're eating and, and you know, it helps if you slow down, but you don't have to slow down. So doing that thing of putting your cutlery down in between bites is, is helpful, but don't get caught up that you need to eat slowly in order to stop when you've had enough. Like, yes, it does make it easier, but it's still, you can still check in with your tummy, um, even if you are eating quickly. So don't use that. Oh, I'm, I'm rushing. Therefore I can't, don't use that. as an excuse not to, not to stop. Um, and for those of you that are like, particularly this comes up for people that live by themselves, um, that, you know, if you feel feeling resistance to being present and getting rid of your distractions when you're eating, I've um, actually, I'll copy and paste that now. There's one of the people that joined in January last year, Melanie, she really struggled with this at the beginning. She was had so much resistance and she's, she did a beautiful post in circle. I've just posted the link to it there. It's under resources, but just it's called for anyone feeling resistance to eating without distractions. And that's a really good resource to have a look at Melanie's actual, like her advice of how she went from being like, no way, Jules, I don't want to do that to actually loving like, 
making time for herself and not only like at home when she was eating by herself she actually started going out to restaurants more and having like you know eating by on purpose like to eat by herself and just really enjoying eating without distractions when she was out at restaurants and everything so um that's step two so step one is to set the intention step two is just to really be present then step three is to like is to check in with your emotions before you start eating and we want to start practicing this just because it's going to be helpful later when we do work around emotional eating but one thing I've really noticed with the enough work is that when I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling like negative emotion that makes it harder for me to be present and tune in so by I, I like to just you know take a pause before I start eating and just think to myself like oh how am I feeling because that just it helps to just helps you you can kind of process whatever's going on and helps you to transition into okay this has been going on that's been going on you know and let it go so that then you can kind of have a like more of a clean slate to enjoy your meal with so you know I was running late or I'm annoyed with yeah, Glenn, because he, he he was he's home late and we're not starting dinner till like you know we've waited for him for dinner. Um, yeah, he got caught up at work again. Yeah, those if I'm in that time of headspace, it's just how am I feeling? Okay, I'm annoyed with Glenn, and that's okay. Like just letting letting whatever is there to be there, but just acknowledging it helps to transition into the meal time. Um, so that's a that's a that's a really helpful practice to to start. So we just yeah, and it's just whatever you're feeling you're feeling and you just acknowledge it and make it it's okay that you're feeling annoyed with your husband or you know your kids are driving you crazy or like you know you've had a long day or you know and also that can be good because you sometimes you like check in with your feelings and you're feeling really good I had such a great day I'm really looking forward to this meal you know so it can it works both ways as well but just by setting that setting the intention and then checking in with yourself it's a uh, just a really beautiful habit to get into and it does help with stopping when you've had enough okay so and helps you with being present and that's slowing down Um, because once you've like acknowledged oh yeah I'm angry with whatever like it actually it helps you let it let it go a little bit so that you're not kind of trying to race to to cut to buffer with the food um, so that's step three. So we're setting the intention. We're being present. We're like checking with how I'm feeling and letting that be what it is. Being opportunity to be a little bit self-compassionate. Of course, Jules, you're feeling tired. Of course, you're pissed off with him. Um, you know, all those things. And then step four is to just really listen for the feeling. And particularly when you do this work in the beginning, I think it's helpful to, to actually like think about your plate and think okay I'm gonna check in halfway or I'm and actually intentionally decide that you're going to pause um, before you start eating because sometimes like if you just start eating you can forget that you're doing you're you're wanting to even check in and you're like oh food's gone oh whoops I forgot what I was doing so setting that intention and I'm really it's just paying attention to your body. Like it's like stopping your brain, deciding about how much you should and shouldn't be eating. And it's really just listening into your tummy. Like I talk to my boys, I'm like, how did you like, you know, how did how did you how does you feel how do you feel in your tummy? And it really is that um, that physical feeling. And for me, how it like I just 
I feel food in my tummy, like, it, but it doesn't, it feels comfortable. So I feel there's a satisfied feeling in my tummy, but it's not, um, it's not uncomfortable. And it's just like, I'll get to this point where I'm just, yeah, I know, like I'm feeling it. And then usually I think, oh, maybe I like, do I need a bit more? And then I'll have a couple more bites. And definitely after a bite or two, then I'll like, the signal will be really strong and be like, no, that's enough. And then I'm able to, to, to stop. So you want to just, first of all, prime your brain with this thought that I can do this. So if you're going in, if you're sitting there thinking, I've got no idea, I've never been able to do this, if you're going into that, that mindset, of course, you won't be able to, to, to identify. But if you're like, no, I can do this, like in coach yourself, like, no, I can, I can listen to my body, I can learn this, then that's a very different feeling. And you like, and sometimes at the beginning, like the signal is really quiet because you've been tuning it out and, you know, overeating over it and buffering and, or restricting and not letting it letting listening to your tummy so sometimes in the beginning that 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 voice is quiet but it, it's there and you have this so I really want you to like just notice if you have doubts about your ability to learn this skill and know that that's completely normal like I did as well like for however you know 40 odd years 45 odd years no seven maybe years on the planet I didn't think I had this skill like I didn't think that I could listen to my body and I got coaching and that was like this coach believed in me that I could do it and when she believed that I could do it I started to believe that I could do it and that's what's made all the difference. It, that enabled me to actually do the work and actually check in and go, oh, you know what? Actually, I do know I can feel this. And then the more I did it, the more I, like the better I got at it. And it just became this thing. But it started with the belief that I could do it. And I, so now, you know, have, having helped dozens of people learn this skill, like I know that we all have this innate ability. So no matter how broken you feel like your relationship with food is and how much you've micromanaged and your brain has taken over, just know that you it is possible for you to learn this skill um, and it will happen. Like all you need to do is just stay open to that possibility and keep practicing and keep trying. And, you know, there will be times where you get it wrong. There will be times where you overeat and that's okay. Um, and that's like just part of the learning process. So what we want to make it mean when you overeat isn't that, you know, that you're never going to learn and I'm, you know, I'm the complete failure and I don't know. You want to make it mean I'm just not there yet. And this is like just an opportunity. This is part of me learning. And I really love that. Like it's cliche, but that metaphor of the child learning to walk is like you're going to keep falling down and they're going to keep getting up. So you're going to keep overeating or undereating and then you're going to keep practicing and the more you it's the act of actually practicing that helps you calibrate this tool amazing tool that you have in your body and you'll 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 get there like and so just believe that it's possible tell yourself I can do this and just keep keep trying keep trying keep trying and make it or any failed attempt just means that you're not there yet um so that's that's it. Um, Aiden, I'm just taking Aiden said in the chat, offering a blessing. Thank you for the food can help us pause and appreciate. Absolutely, Aiden. Um, yeah, that's a like, and you know, it's interesting that like so many religions have that um, have that ritual of, of 
saying grace or blessing the food because it does it helps you have that pause and transition into meal time and one thing that we do in our family is we um, before we start eating is like we go around the table and everyone says three things that they're thankful for um, that day and so that also helps us like transition and connect with each other and it's a really like nice practice but it's up to you to find that um, Okay, and then Debbie said, I'm still trying to put the right amount of food on my plate, i.e. trying to guess how much will make me satisfied. Um, I believe this is my, relates to the desire for a clean plate. Do you recommend I practice leaving something on my plate each time to get past this? Yeah, I do. Um, I do, Debbie. So actually, if you're open to like coaching on, on that, Debbie, we might, actually, I'll just go go just finish going through the how to stop and then we might if you're open to it debbie we might um have a chat because i think that would be like fun to hear like everyone's thoughts um yeah so 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 far we've like set the intention we're being present we're believing that it's possible we're checking in with our emotions or having some sort of pause to transition into meal time and then we're listening to this feeling and the and the big thing that I've really learned here is if you're not sure like if you're like oh I don't know is that enough I don't know then you keep eating like that's the easy rule of thumb if you're not like you'll know you will totally know so if you're not sure just keep eating keep not sure check in keep eating and then when you get the signal you want to just pause and you might decide to have a couple more bites you know that's another bite or two more bites like that's totally cool but when you when you know that's when you want to like just like decide yeah okay it's time for me to stop and then of course <laughs> you know it's not all over then you need to coach then it's, then it's going to be the coaching part it's good because there's going to be your self-talk that comes in because you're going to like want to eat more um yeah that comes up all the time and even for me now like I've been doing this for years and I still occasionally like usually I'm pretty good like I just you know it's not a drama but sometimes I'll be like oh really like I'm full now already and I this was so good and like the thoughts will come up and so you just want to like be aware of those thoughts tune into those thoughts and be ready to coach yourself and um and again this is a practicing so there's like two parts to it there's like identify identifying when you're full and then that actual actual stopping and coaching yourself um and the final party is like, so you're going to feel some feelings, particularly in the beginning, um, when you when you stop, and you know, you just want to get good at allowing those feelings to come up. So, you know, it could be that you feel a bit uncomfortable. Like I know that was a big one for me, particularly if I was eating out at restaurants and um, there would still be a lot of food on the table and other people were eating. Like I'd be like, oh, I've definitely had enough, and then I'd stop, but I'd be like feeling rest discomfort, and I'd have the urge to eat to help me like stop that feeling so I just like made it okay that I was feeling you know feeling uncomfortable and just reminding myself it's okay to feel uncomfortable I can do this and just you know getting okay with being being there um, and that's really it's like that's that's the thing it's like listen first tuning into the signal and then stopping and then also managing this self-talk that comes up so that you stay stopped. Um, and, yeah, there's a few common thoughts that, that come up all the time. So, you know, I want more. <laughs> this is so delicious. I don't want to waste it. I want my plate to be clean. Um, so if you, like, if the, the waste, food waste comes in, you know, 
like just reminding yourself that it's actually worse to waste like it's actually worse for me to I like yeah, two thoughts that tend to be helpful for people there one is like you know if I waste the, if I eat the food eat more than I need and it's wasting the food anyway I'm not a rubbish bin and it's the same as you throwing it in the bin um, and then the other thought is that it's actually worse for you to overeat and waste food in that way because it's perpetuating you being in a bigger body and that means that you're wasting food in the future and you're actually you're using more your body's requiring more resources than than your fair share for, to you know on the planet so that that food waste thing can be um can be like a like a one that's it's like it's just, it, it comes up a lot for people. So just be aware of that. And there's ways you can coach yourself around that. Um, the This is so delicious. I want more. I think the, the best way to counter that thought is just reminding yourself that there's going to be plenty more amazing food in your future. Like that's, it gets to this scare, food scarcity thing of like, oh, I'm not going to have this like experience ever and just reminding yourself no there's going to be so much delicious abundant food in my future is the best way to to counter that and also when it, I think the, the really helpful thought is that just this idea of it's better when I stop um, and because that that because like yes it's true you want more yes it's true you don't want to waste food yes it's true all these things but if you stick keep if your thought if you let the thoughts go down those rabbit holes it makes it harder to stop. Whereas if you direct your brain to this other rabbit hole of actually, and it's going to be better when I stop and you get your brain to start thinking about all the reasons why you do want to stop, then, you know, because I'm going to get better sleep because I won't get bloated later because I'll be able to have this tomorrow. I'll be able to enjoy this, this, you know, another time, you know, those types of thoughts do help you stop in the moment. Um, uh yeah so that's pretty much the kind of the types of thoughts that come up or and i spoke about i can't do this um yeah so i guess a few things about this skill is like when i like you don't have to learn this skill of stopping when you've had enough so don't put too much pressure on yourself um because in the past i've said you know it's the one skill everyone needs to learn and of course then some people are freaking out so you don't actually have to learn this skill and it's interesting like you know i've got people in the um july group who have lost you know significant amounts of weight and made amazing progress just by you know following the other parts of the process but they haven't actually learned this skill of stopping when they've had enough so you don't you're able to like you can lose weight just by changing your habits and you know, eating proper meals and being more intentional with your snacks and all those things. However, I just want you to get excited about learning the skill of stopping when you've had enough because it makes life so much easier and it's going to help you reach your goals faster. And what will happen a lot is like people don't bother with stopping when they've had enough because for whatever reason and they rely on I'm just going to serve myself less and they think I'm just going to do that and just eating everything on their plate and yes they lose weight but at the same time like they are stoking their psychological hunger so like they'll get to a plateau and um and so you don't want to like you can do that if you like and then learn to stop when you've had enough but the sooner you learn the skill of stopping when you've had enough the less likely you're going to be like get to that plateau place um where you've 
and and you're the less likely you're going to fuel your psychological hunger because if you're telling yourself oh i'm trying to lose weight so i'm eating less yes you can do that for a weeks you can some people can do it for months but eventually it's going to catch up with you whereas you, if you've spent those two months like telling yourself no i'm going to eat until i'm enough i'm going to eat until i feel satisfied um you're not your psychological hunger is is safely turned off however you're also going to be losing weight because you're not going into the overeating zone um so you're eating at mealtime so just remember that guy um that i learned the, the psychologist guy that i learned the about this whole psychological hunger phenomenon and he lost 50 pounds by eating at mealtimes and listening to like stopping when he felt satisfied and that's all he did and the weight came off so it is it just makes it so easy and one of the things that I often hear from people that do master this skill is they're kind of like sometimes they're a bit angry about it like you know it's kind of funny it makes me laugh but they're it's like this is so easy like it's just happening so easy effortlessly like and it's almost like it's too easy so so I just want to throw those seeds in there. First of all, that you can learn this skill. And second of all, that it's worth learning this skill. And for me, actually learning this skill, like when I got coached and I um, learned this skill after, like, I was just like, oh my goodness, I have to teach this to people. So that was the thing that got me to just start this coaching group because I was just like, this changes everything because, it, and it was the thing that really turned off the struggle for me because before that, yes, I was at like, my weight actually hasn't changed, changed since I learned this skill, but I wasn't trying to lose weight, but all that angst that I had, all that drama that I had, like completely melted away because it was like, and also, you know, my weight used to be like, you know, be going down and then Friday would hit and then it'd be weekends and then I'd fast. And then, so like those, that, that overeating on the weekend phenomenon, like I have stopped doing that. And it's just, I've stopped fasting because I haven't needed to, to manage my weight because it's just imbalance. And because I had this like amazing thing called a tummy that can tell me like how much food to have. So it, I can take it anywhere. Like it's always with me. So if I go out to restaurants, it doesn't matter. If I go on holidays, it doesn't matter. I don't never have to, I'm not carrying around like my food scales to decide how much to eat because I know like that my body will tell me. And if I'm at a kid's birthday party, like I know, like I, if I'm, if I have visitors here, like my weight doesn't, isn't circumstance dependent because I've got this skill. So how's everyone feeling about that enough? Like, is everyone like on board? Do I need to sell it more? <laughs> or are we like, are you like enough Jules with you enough? Um, so that'd be good to type in the chat. Um, yes, Melanie said, I've noticed when I eat pasta that I'm not getting my usual enough triggers. Is that a thing? Yeah. So a lot of people do find with, um, with carbohydrate that, it can be like it you don't get that that's the same satisfaction um and i think that's to do that's generally because your body there's a theory in nutrition that your body's actually doesn't look for a total amount of calories your body's eating to get the right amount of protein so if you're having a really carby meal that doesn't have very much protein in it your body's eating more and more because it's looking to fill up the protein bucket so that's a thing and so what we want to be mindful of melanie is if you're having a, like you know a big bowl of you're having a bowl of pasta or you're having like a carby meal just to be mindful of that and that you know 
that you may need to like use your brain to decide when to stop rather than really listening to your body. And it's about like finding that balance. Um, okay. Pam's saying full enough satisfied. Um, yes. Margaret's saying I've noticed that food doesn't taste as good when I've had enough, even roast potatoes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, and that's one thing I've noticed as well, Margaret, is like once you've had enough, like the food isn't as exciting, which makes sense, right? Like our bodies, like the where that's how our senses work is that we're we're designed to sense new things. So when I walked into my studio like today, the smell from the ginger flowers like was overwhelming but I haven't noticed it at all um yeah since I've been talking because I've been talking and I'm concentrating on talking but also because that's how our, our senses are designed to taste to to sense new things because if there's you know if there's smoke new new novelty can be mean danger so our senses work the same way with satisfaction as well so that when we're hungry like you you'll you'll notice like everything smells amazing and um but then as soon as you feel satisfied like your senses like like dull down so that's a, that's a good one okay debbie's saying listening to my body makes sense to me yeah great so debbie actually did you want to coach on um on this like clean plate <laughs> things that's probably going to be um be helpful for everyone where is debbie is she on well maybe she can't talk oh there she is did you want to did you want to talk debbie uh sure <laughs> um yeah so that i knew that the clean plate thing was an issue so i'm but i had listened to your other advice and started using smaller plates and smaller bowls and so what i'm putting in my plate and bowl is probably what based on when i used to count macros it looks like it's the right amount of food for protein and vegetables and so i'm feeling like you know, I do need to eat what's in this bowl because it's a small bowl and it's a small portion. And I think I need this to hold me over for to dinner as an example. And so I'm, for the most part, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm satisfied when I'm finished, but there is kind of a lag um, on fullness. So like I may in a half, a couple of minutes, 15 minutes or 20 minutes later, feel like, well, questioning whether or not maybe I'm a little over full or not. Like right now I feel pretty full from dinner and I had used a small plate, but it is a portion that I think was right. But so I'm just not sure. <laughs> I'm just not sure how to, if I should just use it, go back to using a bigger plate and put as much food on it as, you know, I can, and then just practice stopping and leaving it on there versus starting with this small plate. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm concerned maybe I'm not learning the skill since I'm constraining my um, dish or plate size. Yeah, I so let, like I'm glad that we like that you mentioned that, Debbie. So so because you're still you're totally using your brain to decide when you're when you're doing that. Hey, and like the the thing is, it's up to you. Like you could have smaller plates, you could have bigger plates. Like the size of the plate and the amount of food you put on the plate, it's kind of arbitrary once you learn to like tune into your tummy so like whatever feels probably better to go back to your bigger plates 
and but serve up the amount that you think is going to be right but the one thing to be really mindful of is, is when you're serving up your food like you're at your hungriest then and so like it's really hard for your brain to know how much is going to be the right amount of food so you use your brain to serve up what you think is going to be the right amount of food and but then you like okay Thanks, brain. Actually, I was coaching Laura this morning. We we're talking about like having like a tag team. So the brain helps you decide at the beginning and then you pass a baton over to the tummies once you start eating and then you don't, like, don't think about what the brain's decided. You just really tune in to your tummy. Do you think yeah. that that's something? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm working on it. Yeah, I think I just need to keep practicing and I think it's a uh... I, I was just concerned because I haven't been leaving anything on the plate because it's a small plate and, and it's, I, I feel like I'm not practicing and actually uh, in my, in my mind, I'm not eating slowly enough. So I know you said that that's not a thing, but it seems like there's more of a lag on feeling full. And if I slow down a little more and maybe the pa- add the pause in the middle, yeah. I can let my stomach get caught up with what I've eaten yeah so you're you're still buying into this like dieta dieta myth that that there's the 20 minute 20 minutes for the signal to get to your stomach from your stomach to your brain like that's the like I have never seen any research on that and it's Debbie and like that like that comes up a lot and it's just not true because like occasionally there will be things that do swell in your stomach and you do like later on you're like oh my goodness that was completely out of whack but most of the time it's like you know when you're eating and if you think about it from an evolutionary perspective like why would we have evolved to have this 20 minute lag like it just like it doesn't make sense like everything else in our bodies is like and things evolve for a reason so it makes more sense that we like we're evolved to know when we've had enough in real time rather than having this this lag um so i I'd like just when you when your brain tells you like like i need this lag like there's this lag like i just question that and just go no actually what if i did really know in the moment okay how does that feel yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working on it yeah 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 and also, yeah, I think like yeah, going back to bigger plates and really and putting like maybe even intentionally putting more food on your plate than you think you'll need so that you're like and so that you're forcing yourself to like get rid of this clean plate mentality. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm right now. I'm very focused on it, but for it to be a lifelong change for me, I feel like I need to be able to leave food on my plate because I know yeah. that's yeah something that beat into me as a child that I had to finish my plate <laughs> well all of us Debbie yeah everyone's yeah. like yeah so I mean like it's very rare to meet someone like our age that <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> a part of the, the clean clean club club clean plate club um mm-hmm. but yeah it is possible to to learn and just but do you feel like apart from the childhood stuff do you think like you're okay with the idea of like learning to leave oh yeah it makes it makes perfect sense to me so I'm just trying to figure out you know what in 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 the back of my mind I'm thinking what I'm still thinking what is the right amount of food so that I can lose you know what you know whatever my target weight loss is yeah so that that's still spinning back there when I'm putting uh food on my plate 
Yeah. So you want to like catch that thought of like, no, like, and, and it's not that you are trying to eat less. We're trying to eat enough. Like you have to, cause it's, if you don't feel, if you're not eating enough, then that's going to cause future overeating. So it's really right. important to feel satisfied. So if you're not sure when you're eating, like, unless you've got this clear signal that yes that's enough you want to keep eating because just remember like a psychologist friend with his 50 pounds it was just like every meal just making sure that he was he was satisfied yeah makes sense and also i guess the other thing to be mindful of with this is that our bodies really vary day to day and so like like you're not going to like that's one thing that i find interesting is that like you know because if you're like if you got diarrhea like this happened to me like I was like eating a lot more afterwards because my body wasn't hadn't absorbed the nutrients that I'd eaten so it does vary day to day so like really like it's it is a bit challenging like but that thought of like oh I should be having like more protein or I should be having whatever like it's important to just get your brain to stop micromanaging and just go no let my tummy decide and and really just come bringing it back to that and just kind of like my tummy will know and just telling yourself you can do that yeah yeah okay thank you awesome debbie thank you for coming on okay does anyone else want like is, is anyone else want coaching on anything while we've got another five minutes um gallery we'll just see is anyone raising hands no okay oh actually we've got that exercise to do oh no jane has awesome jane do you want to unmute hi yeah <laughs> so i had um a couple of um thoughts and i just thought oh, i'll just share them um was that with um one of the things about um, the clean plate thing is also showing appreciation for the person who made the meal because often my husband does a lot of cooking. And so the other thought was, was that originally I used to um, um, I used to get really frustrated with the portion sizes that he would serve up, but um, knowing that I can stop when I've had enough is really good because I don't have to be worried or annoyed <laughs> that yeah it doesn't matter what he serves you yeah plate. yeah so that's really good but just this underlying thing about um and, and not so much with him but with other people other family members if they've you know you're doing they so there's sometimes the comments of oh didn't you like it or something like that rather than have you had enough and um, the last comment that I had when we were thinking about all of this was that my dad used to have um, an expression that was, um, that was used at our dinner table um, rather than saying I've had enough because that was sort of like, I don't know, play, too plain or something, was that he liked saying um, that he'd had elegant sufficiency. Sufficiency, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, and that in itself, you know, helps when you think about it, that, yeah, you've got enough in your tummy to, yes, for, for it to be good, you know, a, a good feeling rather than pushing forward to that, you know, you know, finishing off, off the plate and, you know, yeah, and then having, yeah, 
not such a great feeling (laughs) yeah yeah like that elegant elegant makes it sound like it's got that feeling of like it's comfort and ease and it's like you know you're not yeah bloated and gross when you've got it had an elegant sufficiency so yeah that's nice and that's another thing for everyone is like for some people enough isn't the right word to describe the feeling for some people it's more full and for some people it's more satisfied so and for Jane it's elegant sufficiency <laughs> <laughs> yeah but as I said out of those three things yeah the, the thing about yeah if when someone else makes the meal for you and not and leaving stuff on the plate that still is something that I I think I you know struggle with and perhaps would tend in those situations to go oh well I'll just finish it off because it looks like I really appreciated it then yeah and I've done I've I've done that in the past as well Jane for sure particularly like because we don't get invited up very often in current times um and but one thought that I've found really helpful is like it's actually more and I know for me if someone just finishes their plate I don't like I don't know that like they really liked it or not but if someone sends me a text message the next day saying Jules thank you for dinner I'm still thinking about that lamb shoulder then I know they really or when someone asks me for the recipe then I know like I get that sense that they really like me so the thought that I have around it is it's actually better to show appreciation with words and actions rather than a clean plate and that that's more mm-hmm. that has more meaning. And if someone like I've had a friend who sent me a handwritten note once, and I was like, right, okay, <laughs> like in the post, <laughs> I was like, yep, okay, he really did like those lamb shanks, you know. So yeah, yeah so that's, like mm-hmm. next time you're going to someone's house, just check in. And but I guess in some circumstances, maybe finishing your plate is like fine, and that's like what you want to do. And but you just want to be intentional about it. And like just yeah. recognizing that you have a choice. Yeah. Awesome. You can do it, Jane. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Thanks, Jane. Um, okay, so let's do our exercise. So what we want to do is we've got three minutes. So I just want you to like like list a, like write a list of all the reasons. Like, why do you want to learn this skill of listening to your tummy? Like, why, what a different, how is that? going to benefit you like why do you want to learn this skill so that you've got your list of reasons why like when you're coaching yourself you're going to be like it's better when because I'm going to sleep better for me it's like sleep was a huge one um, and then I have I have freedom then to like you know have this healthy relationship with food so um, I'll just give you a, a minute or so to write
Okay. And so we might wrap up there today, but just that list of reasons why you want to learn this skill. And actually you might be up, like you might decide that right now you don't want to learn that skill and you just want to be serving yourself small plates and like potentially stoking your psychological hunger. Like that's an option for you as well. But if you, when you are ready to do this work, just know like having your list of reasons why it's going to make life so much better for you is is going to be helpful in those moments when you're like, oh, this, but that was so good because there are there will be times where like there's times where I've had like two bites of my meal and gone, uh, you know, like I'm really like don't not not needing this, um, and that's when I need to like come back to my coaching and come coaching myself and reminding myself why. Okay, so have a great week, everyone, and I will catch you next week. Okay, bye.